You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Online presents an Alabama football podcast. Travis Ryer, senior analyst for BOL, joined by site publisher Tim Watts. And typically when we come to you with the podcast, especially on a weekend, it involves breaking news on the recruiting trail. That's the case once again today. Another Sunday fun day as one week after landing Terrence Ferguson on a Sunday UA does it again, this time with the nation's top defensive tackle prospect in the 24-7 sports composite rankings, announcing for the Crimson side. How about it, Tim Watts? How about another Sunday fun day for this Alabama staff? Yeah, you know, another really good prospect, Damon Payne from Michigan. Big kid, six foot four, six foot four, 300 pounds, is committed to Alabama. Um, this run they've been on is really impressive. You know, and the one thing that they haven't really had so far – was a big name interior defensive lineman. They've got uh, Barnes committed, the kid from Montgomery, who's going to be a good player down the road, a little bit more of a project. But Damon Payne, man, he's that classic, what old school coaches call a dancing bear. That's what he is. He's a big monster kid, plays two-way uh, football, which is rare nowadays. I don't think he allowed a sack last year on the offensive line, but he projects a defensive tackle. 20-plus tackles for loss, double-digit sacks, just a big kid, a big monster kid that moves well, sheds, uses hands, uh, probably has some of that high school, you know, needs a little motivation at times, as most defensive linemen do. And, you know, we talk about that a lot. Sean Robinson's that classic case, and this is who Damon sort of reminds me of. Sean was that guy, when you watched his film, people thought, you know, maybe he was a little bit lazy, but you got a 300-pound guy playing – both ways same as with Damon Payne and that's not a guy that's going to be able to give 100% on every play and chase chase down plays 60 yards downfield though but you can't beat this size six foot four 300 pounds guys explosive off the ball he gets down the line uh you know pretty heady football player too and uh definitely a big get for Alabama yeah just on tape what you see with Dame uh with Damon Payne on the defensive side of the ball, he's that typical three-down guy that all these staffs are looking for, and they are so hard to find when it comes to interior defensive linemen. And uh, like today's elite defensive lineman that we see, uh, he's very, very good in short space in terms of quickness, uh, qualifies as a quick twitch player where his position is concerned. And you said it, he shows some polish. He is Obviously, a high school player, uh, he's going to get better with time working under a guy like Freddie Roach at Alabama, but he does show the ability to stack and shed. He shows a nice little arm over move as well and a very disruptive force, no doubt about it, on the high school level. Now, we talk about this run, and I guess we got to talk about Charles Huff, Alabama's running backs coach, Tim. He's been right in the middle of all this. Yeah, he did a terrific job. You know, with Alabama, a lot of times it's who's the hot hand, who's got the really good area, and then they just have to hold their own. But, I mean, 
This is another guy that Charles Huff recruited. You look at guys like already added another five-star, J.C. Latham and, J- and Ja'Cory Brooks. He, in fact, Huff is the primary recruiter on three of Alabama's four-star players in this class, which is tied for for tops in the country. So definitely doing a good job. Look down. He's got guys like Dallas Turner, uh, plenty of other targets. You know, I hear his name. Last year it was Carl Scott. Every time a kid got an offer, Alabama was heavily involved with the kid. It seemed to be Carl Scott. This year it's Charles Huff's turn. You know, I, I think, think Huff was, I think there's a lot of pressure in that role too, because not only you, you know the guts and glories, um, you got a little of both. Because if you miss, you know it's going to be a big miss. But if you hit, it's going to be a really big hit. Charles Huff uh, previously of Penn State, so there's some familiarity there going into Big Ten country, which I think is what's raised a few eyebrows. Not so much that a kid from that part of the country would choose Alabama because we've seen it here recently involving the state of Ohio, now in Michigan. I mean, this is college football's preeminent program in Alabama, so that shouldn't come as a surprise. But it always helps, right, with familiarity of certain areas. Huff, having worked at Penn State, uh, maybe that helps him in Big Ten country. Uh, and again, it certainly helps when you got that script a on your chest, you know, Charles yeah. Huff was thought yeah. to be a really good recruiter at Penn state. Now at another, uh, elite program, he's doing a lot of the same thing. Yeah. And a lot of this is, you know, also Alabama has set it up where it's a, you know, it's a tag team effort. You got the primary guy. I know Freddie Roach was heavily involved here. Nick Saban was also heavily involved here. So, you know, we've talked about this back in March when Alabama was figuring out how to handle the, uh, the situation with no camps and stuff like that. Well, I think they figured it out and they've got a system now between, you know, starts with the staff, the staffers in the office, and then it works its way up to Nick Saban. So uh, Charles Huff is doing a great job, but everybody collectively, when you talk to these kids, they talk about more than one coach, you know, when they, when they commit. So Alabama does a great job, but certainly Huff is doing a tremendous job building relationships. And as you know, recruiting, that's all it's about is relationships. Oh, no doubt. No doubt about that. Well, we're going to take a quick break here on Bama Online, an Alabama football podcast. Travis Ryer and Tim Watts with the breaking news edition of the podcast. Damon Payne, a five-star defensive tackle from Michigan, has committed to the Alabama Crimson Tide. When we come back, we'll ask Tim about this move by Alabama in the 2021 cycle towards the very top of the team rankings and also this run of defensive linemen over the last two or three classes uh, that the Crimson Tide has been able to get into the fold. We'll do that more when the podcast returns right after this. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
All right, Tim. So let's talk about it. This run, as you alluded to at the top of the podcast with Damon Payne, the five-star defensive tackle, being the latest elite addition to this group. Um, talk about what the, the potential is. And, and I know you, you are daily in touch with the national guys there at 247sports.com. And this latest five-star in Payne joining the mix pushes Alabama closer to number one Ohio State. Uh, how is this being perceived, this run, with, with, with you know what, what you've seen and then also the, the folks you interact with on a daily basis? Yeah, I mean, the run itself, it sort of, you know, it's, it speaks for itself. I mean, you had uh, Kendrick Blackshire committed last week, and then on the weekend, you end up with both Brockermeyers on a Friday. You end up with Terrence Ferguson dead in the heart of Georgia ca- uh, country on uh, Sunday, and then you end up with Damon Payne from Michigan a week later. So the run itself is, I mean, you've seen Alabama. I remember when Alabama was battling Rice in Houston in the team recruiting rankings. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there was a lot of jokes on the roundtable with our with our awesome uh, subscribers about, you know, hey, we just want to pass Rice, you know, one step at a time. So you've seen that run not only come, but you've seen it, you know, catapult them, uh, catapult them to number two. Uh, they're battling Ohio State. Now, I'll say this. Ohio State is putting together a tremendous, tremendous class, really great class. So Alabama's battling a monster this year. But I don't think there's any doubt that Alabama's getting a lot of the guys they want at every position. Nationally, I think they've been the hottest story. Ohio State sort of hit early. Uh, but, you know, these recruiting rankings, I mean, the, the team rankings are so fluid. I remember last year, about this time, maybe a little earlier, Clemson was going to have the best class in the history of football. And a few months later, it was going to be LSU was going to have the best class in the history of football. And it turned up with, you know, ended up with Georgia number one and Alabama number two. So a lot of things can happen between them. But, I, you know, I don't know how anybody can not like the direction Alabama's going in recruiting right now and still have a ton of top targets out there. A lot of star power in these last three classes with defensive linemen too. just look at what Alabama put on the field in 2019. Three of those guys were central figures in that defensive line. DJ Dale, Justin, a Byron young, uh, primary among that group. And then, yeah, I know you have huge expectations for Timothy Smith as a part of this 2020 class. And now you mix in a guy like Damon Payne. It's been a hell of a run to him up front. Yeah, I think that was, you know, one of the focuses was getting some more defensive linemen. They had that great run with Jonathan Allen and, and uh, Dalvin Tomlinson and all those great players in that two or three year window. Sort of went downhill after that. Uh, didn't really have the depth. I think that's something they don't want to run into again. But I mean, when you look at last year, they, you know, the last two years, I mean, you're getting guys that that, that have a lot of upside. We're hearing good things on Ishmael Sosfer. Uh, Tim Smith's probably a guy that's going to be, you know, he's probably going to have to adjust to college his first year, uh, probably get better conditioning and better shape. I imagine that's a that's a player that uh, Dr. Ray or Dr. Ray and Ballou are really excited to work with. But, you know, these, these are big guys. I mean, even Jamil Burroughs, who I loved and you didn't hear a lot of talk about, uh, you know, from other people. But, you know, that's a guy that everybody doesn't have to be, you know, Reggie White. And for the younger crowd, you know, Aaron Donald, they don't, it's hard to be those guys. You need big guys that hold the line and free up your linebackers to run. And Alabama's got a lot of guys coming in that can do that. No doubt about it. And so, Tim, it was there for a while. It was every Friday 
Alabama was getting a commitment. That's really kind of held up. They actually got two commitments um, the previous Friday from the Brockermeyer twins, but now Sunday sort of falling in line as a uh, a day of, of note uh, in terms of commitments. What's next? What's next, Tim? Well, who's up next? Where do you what are you looking for here coming up in the near future? You know, I think Alabama's probably going to slow down a little bit. I don't. I think they've been choosy the whole time, to be honest with you. I don't. I've never felt any. Uh, there was pressure, or there was much panic in Tuscaloosa. But I think now, when you look up and they're, you know, they're sneaking up to sixteen scholarship, you know, commitments. You know, you've got, you know, you got nine or ten spots left. You want to make sure you're still choosing the right ones. Reset the board, and that's the one thing that Nick Saban does. It's been fantastic to follow. Is there's net, Matt Brown at Texas, for instance, would set his senior board their junior year and hardly move from it. Alabama's resetting this board every two or three months. You're seeing players pick up new offers and you know, you know, you know, commitments sort of out of the blue and uh, not out of the blue, but you saw the Callaway kid from Mississippi. You know, he committed to Alabama. That happened pretty quick and pretty quietly. We saw the same when Alabama flipped Devontae Smith from Ohio State. So they're working a lot of angles here. I mean, no, as far as Alabama targets, there's not a lot of guys setting dates right now. Uh, one big name that, that a lot of people will be watching, although I think he's a long shot, is Amarius Mims. Another another five star. Now, look, I'll tell you this. I've said this on the roundtable several times. This is a kid that going into his sophomore year, I talked to people and they said he loved Alabama. He grew up an Alabama fan or grew up really liking Alabama program. And I do think Alabama is under consideration. But at the same time, you got J.C. Latham, who's a five star offensive tackle. You got, you know, Tommy Brockemeyer, who's a five star offensive tackle. Here's another five star offensive tackle. If Alabama can pull this one. It will be one for the ages. Georgia's obviously the team they're competing with the hardest there, but he's deciding August 15th. Uh, still think that Alabama's got some work to do there if they're to land him, probably a little bit of a long shot. But, you know, other than that, they're just sitting back and waiting on guys like Quincy McKinstry to decide his timeline. And a lot of these guys are probably coming up, figuring out if they're even playing this year and when they're playing and then setting their timeline. So a lot of uncertainty. But things are definitely trending the right way for Alabama. Yeah, still some five-star ceiling for Alabama to try to ascend to. And you mentioned a prime candidate in that, Jaquincy McKinstry right here in state at Pinson Valley High School. I guess Jason Marshall, uh, another five-star corner from an area that's been very good to Alabama in the recent uh, and, and distant past at this point uh, down there in South Florida. So, uh this this doesn't look like a class that's totally tapped out, Tim, in terms of star power. Yeah, that's a lot of tar. That's what's amazing. They put together the number two class, hit on a lot of major areas. They still have to uh, uh, finish, but they've got so many top targets left. They've really hit at a high percentage of the guys that they wanted. Still really curious what's going to happen at running back, what's going to happen at quarterback, because often, as you know, that that makes the class when you're looking at it on paper, which quarterback did you get uh obviously last year is why we loved alabama's class so much they got three really good running backs and they got the number one quarterback in the nation so what are they going to do with running back what are they going to do at quarterback it's probably a little bit to be determined especially with running back there's some guys i feel they're watching you know hopefully heading into their senior year so uh this class is shaped up really nice i think alabama fans are pretty excited about it yeah it is very interesting to see this kind of run and as you said, it doesn't involve a quarterback or a running back. 
because that's typically what makes classes pop. As you said, on paper, that's what grabs people. The Bryce Youngs, the Tua Tonga Bailoas, the Najee Harris's. Uh, but it, it does speak to sort of the all around nature uh, that this class has been addressed to this point. And yeah, I guess this could be a one back class after what Alabama did a year ago, Tim, uh, potentially. And then uh, try to figure some things out. Maybe Luke Altmyer, the quarterback commit to Florida State, ends up in this class potentially. Yeah, I think when you look at it, with running back, they took three last year. Trey Sanders is a redshirt freshman. They've got some other guys. There's You don't have to sign a running back every class. You'd like to average a running back every class. So when you get three of them, <laughs> you, hope, you hope your chances hitting that average. Uh, so I think running back's just completely a, a luxury position for them. They can do what they want. Probably if he's good enough, they'll take him. But don't feel that they have to take one. Quarterback, you know, the game's changed so much. I don't know how... I don't also, I mean, so many guys are transferring. Georgia's got two guys that were in the portal. You know, I think that you, uh, you don't, in the situation Alabama's in, I think they'd like to sign a quarterback. If they do, it's probably looking at sort of that bridge quarterback. And it's got to be a guy, we said it before, he's got to have, you know, he's got to have some bravery to come in and follow Bryce Young, very similar to what Mac Jones did when he followed Tua and Jalen Hurts. So you got to have that, you know, that, that confidence in yourself to come to Alabama right now. Well, there you go. That's a wrap for a breaking news edition of Bama Online, an Alabama football and recruiting podcast. Five-star defensive tackle Damon Payne becomes commitment number 16 for the 2021 cycle and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Always great stuff, Tim. Appreciate it. All right, Travis. Talk to you soon. And we thank you as well. And if you haven't already, subscribe to Bama Online, an Alabama football and recruiting podcast. We'd love to have you with us on a regular basis. Very simple to do wherever you consume podcasts, whether that's Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, you name it. You can subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a rating and a review while you're there. That would be greatly appreciated as well. And, of course, you want to keep it locked to BamaOnline.com, especially the roundtable, the premium message board of choice for Alabama Crimson Tide fans. For Tim Watts, Travis Ryers, thanking you once again for joining us. We'll be back with more of the podcast real soon.